City with your hosts, KMC and Mega Mister 46. Welcome everyone to Geek City episode 40. I'm KMC of the KMC Show, and we got Mega Mister 46. He's got his own podcast on Anchor.fm. And this week, we got a little bit of news. And at the end of the episode, we'll have some rapid fire uh, segments. Um, but uh, let's bring him in right now. How's he doing today, Mega Mister Forty Six? Well, I watched the Emmys. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. And what you and think? I have two versions of it. Yep. The bonus episode where I reenact, recreated a scene from Who Framed Roger Rabbit, mm-hmm. and I won an Emmy for that. <laughs> Not for best dramatic performance, but best comedic performance. <laughs> Best comedic performance in podcasting. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. and also I did the uh, live reaction where of course I was chopped my head chopped off once again. Well, well, well. This time got killed by Ramsey Bolton, but head chopped off. <laughs> and now I'm now my head's placed in a jar like Futurama. Oh. <laughs> but I'm having a bit of a bubbly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before before we get into the our main topics. What do you think of the Emmys? Game of Thrones didn't win much. What, what do you think of that? Well, the, the best supporting actor mm-hmm. in a drama series, that's, that, that I'm okay with. But winning for, for outstanding drama series, that's a highway robbery. <laughs> who, who did you think should have won? For, for outstanding drama? Yeah. Uh. Ozark. Ozark. With Jason Bateman. Right. Yes. Uh, I haven't watched that one, but I hear that it's not bad. It's a Netflix show. Um, but uh, but and, and he got his directorial debut Emmy win. Right. Yeah, that, that's that's pretty cool. Ozark is kind of like Breaking Bad, but but not as popular, I think. But it's sort of the same kind of feel to it, concepts. Uh, as Breaking Bad. Um, but um, yeah, I didn't watch the Emmy Awards because I, I just had a, a really strong feeling that Game of Thrones would win uh, the drama series. It, there was just so much hype and buzz the whole season. But then season eight came. Yes. You, and it's a robbery. A red. Well, the, the Academy usually gives you bonus points when it's your final season. So I had a feeling that uh, even though the season eight was considered one of the worst, I had a feeling it was going to win b- mainly because it, it's the last time they're going to have a chance to win that award. So for some, it's kind of bias in a way, but that's how the, the Academy works, unfortunately. Although I do want to congratulate Fleabag for outstanding comedy. Yeah, I... I uh, I haven't seen that one. I do have Amazon Prime, but I haven't watched that. But yeah, it's uh, very critically acclaimed and and won a whole bunch of Emmy awards and, well, and beat Veep. Uh, Veep is, always wins that award, and, and they didn't yeah, win it. And and I know, well, though Fleabag is well deserved, mm-hmm. you know. And Veep, of course, had a final season. Yes, I'm gonna miss that show. Oh yeah, no, it, it's one of my favorite comedies of all time. It, it was just the, the the way they make fun of each other is just it's just classic. But uh, um, 
yeah, that's that goes against what I just said. I just said they usually award shows in their final season, and, and they didn't win. Like Julia Louis Dreyfus could have set a record, could have set a record if she won for best lead actress in a comedy series, uh, and she didn't win. So, and that's it. She doesn't get another chance unless she creates another show. Um, so yeah, a lot of a lot of interesting stuff at the Emmys. Apparently, uh, the ratings were down thirty three percent this year. Um, so not many, not as much people interested in it. But it's still it's still a little interesting to me. Um, <laughs> so yeah, all right. Let's get to our topics for this week, episode forty. Uh, the lead story this week is uh, news came out that Jonah Hill is casted in the Batman alongside Robert Pattinson, but we don't know what role he's going to take. So there's a lot of speculation on the internet right now on who, who is he going to play uh, first, uh, uh, Mega Message 46. What do you think of the casting? Is this a good choice? Um, to be honest, um, I think it won't, it will not work out because Mm -hmm. you remember Seth Rogen with the Green Hornet, Mm -hmm. you know, another comedian. Right. 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 Yes. uh, Jonah Hill's definitely known for his comedy roles. And yep. And one of them is super bad. Yep. And Seth Rogen was also in super bad, but Jonah Hill played the young Seth Rogen. Hmm. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, he he has taken on dramatic roles. There's a Netflix show that he's in with Emma Stone, which I can't remember the name of right now. Uh, Preacher. Uh, no. Uh, oh. Uh, he's it's with Emma Stone, and it's a Netflix show. It, it's a it's a psychological. Uh, drama, but there's some comedy moments as well. I watched a few episodes of it, and I just can't remember the name of it. So he is getting into drama roles. Um, so well, I, I, I well, think those, those are, you know, what I refer to are action. <laughs> yes, no, this some action can have drama, and some action can have drama and comedy. Right. Yeah, I don't recall him ever in an action movie, Jonah Hill. Um, and, and the Batman should be an action movie. So it's a superhero film. He's never been in a superhero film. So I, I think it's an okay casting. I, I, I tend not to um, be down on casting until I see the movie. Um, because there's been times where I thought, oh, uh, um, Heath Ledger as the Joker. I don't know. I don't think that's a great choice. And then it, it turned out to be an awesome, maybe the best choice of all time. So um, I, I wait to see what it looks like and then make a judgment. But so, but I, I think this is good. I think he's, uh, uh, but what is he, who is he going to play? Uh, is he going to play the penguin? What do you, what do you well, think? Well, well, he's going to play the penguin, then, then he's going to have to gain all the weight again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's definitely lost a lot of weight over the years. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, but I I, I have a feeling it's not going to be the Penguin. Um, some people think it's Commissioner Gordon. But that role's already been taken. Oh, it has? With Westworlds and Hunger Games star Jeffrey Wright. Oh, okay. And I did enjoy his performance on Hunger Games, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jeffrey Wright. Um, yeah, no, he's good. He's a really good actor, Jeffrey Wright. Uh, now, although he, we already know he's going to be narrating for What If, a uh, Marvel Disney Plus show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Jeffrey Wright, um, yeah. Uh, he's always seems to play um, like a scientist. Like he played, he played a scientist on um, a movie called Source Code, and and um, in Westworld, same same kind of scientist guy. Yeah, uh, and he played one of the uh, tributes that that won the past Hunger Games, mm-hmm. and then and then he was handicapped because of Katniss everything destroyed the dome. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And he was also in Pixar's The Good Dinosaur as Alpo's dad. Oh, okay. Who unfortunately drowned to extinction. Hmm. Yeah, no, he he's he's been in a lot of a lot of different movies and uh and everything I've seen him in, his performance is always good. So uh, And never in a comedy. Mm-hmm. But that could happen, though. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I could see that. I could see him getting into comedy. Um, yeah, I'm just looking at his um, his uh, resume. And, uh, yeah, you're right. He's confirmed as the Watcher in the What If series. Um, so that that's cool. That's an animated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's my type of, you know, mm-hmm. that's my most anticipated Disney Plus show mm. in the future. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Jonah Hill, yeah. yeah, yeah, he did play in a drama, Moneyball. Oh, yes. Forgot about that one, yes. Yeah, he was pretty good in that. He, he was really good in that. So so he can play the drama. Um, so, yeah, if he's not Commissioner Gordon, if he's not Penguin, then... Harvey Dent? Maybe a villain's victim. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe he's not a named character. Maybe he's just someone in the movie that we don't know. And then and then he gets killed off. Right. Right. Yeah, we don't we don't know, but the people we tend to associate like what, who does he look like? Who does he look like? And I I don't see him looking like anyone. Like um Yeah. I swear, I swear, if he's going to play Thomas Wayne, and if we have to witness the death of his parents one more time, I'm going to walk out of the theater. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of hope we don't go through the origin story again. It's been done so many times. Um, we don't need to see it again. So, yeah, I agree with that. I, I hope that he's not uh, a young a young uh, um, father to Bruce Wayne. Um yeah, and like it. Yeah, and everyone, if you decide to walk out of the theater like me, if you ever see that again, fine by me. <laughs> but if you want to stick around and see the whole plot, fine with me too. 
Yeah. I, I didn't watch the um the twenty one jump street movies. Um are those action movies? I feel I feel well, like they're comedy. Well, it's, an, it's a it's a buddy it's a buddy film. Yeah, a, a cop which is buddy an action film. comedy. Yeah, we already know that there's some that are based on dramas. Baywatch, mm-hmm. Chips, Twenty One Jump Street. Those are those are films with drama in action. Right. But well, except with the exception of Twenty One Jump Street, but the sequel, mm-hmm. Twenty Two Jump Street, Chips, and Baywatch are are comedies. Right. It don't have a good rep presentation of you know of the classics. No, not no, not really. No, no, not no. So, uh, yeah, Jonah Hill. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm really curious as to who he's gonna play, and because he doesn't, he just doesn't fit. Like Harvey Dent, and uh, he's not gonna be the Joker. I don't think the Joker will appear in in this film. Yeah, because um, no connection, you know. Mm-hmm. To Todd Phillips, who did say, of course, that this is a one and done. Right. Right. Yep. Yeah. So once that official news comes out, we will definitely, uh, we will definitely uh, uh, let you guys know who is Jonah Hill playing. So so far, we only know Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne, Batman, and, and Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon. Uh, that's all we really know. Um, and speaking of, do you think we should make a transition from DC to uh, Marvel, or or move on to something really important like <laughs> Star Wars? Um, yeah, I, I think we'll go. I think we'll go with Star Wars, and we'll save the the Marvel stuff for uh, at the at the back end of the episode when we go through a rapid fire odds and ends. Um, so, uh, Bob Iger has released a memoir and, and in it, it claims that George Lucas, uh, was unimpressed, felt betrayed by the force awakens. And, um, this is somewhat, it's not really that surprising, but still kind of shocking a little, um, uh, Mega Mister Forty Six, what, what, what's your thoughts on this? Uh, is he justified in thinking this way, or, or, or you think no? What, what do you think? Well, I mean, everyone has the right to voice their opinions. Absolutely. But, but George Lucas, but, but I'm, I'm gonna be real honest about this. This is his fault mm. that <laughs> that he sold his own property. To, to Disney, mm-hmm. I'm like say I'm not just I'm not just taking the uh, you know the faltering to, towards Disney, but towards George Lucas. Mm-hmm. You know because because after what what we all had done, you know we we just hated on the prequels. You know, but, right? But there's some people that defend the prequels, and George Lucas at 2012 decided to sold his rights to Disney. Mm-hmm. And that's that's really devastating because, you know, because, you know, and I'm saying that's George Lucas's fault for, of course, you know, selling the rights to Disney. If it's caused the games to be canceled and LucasArts to be shut down because 
I was looking forward to Star Wars 1313, mm-hmm. which is about to be the first M-rated Star Wars game, and it's about Boba Fett. Right. Yeah, and then and then Kathleen Kennedy was, you know, taking in charge, and I'm going to be real honest, that's, you know, he could have gone with Dave Filoni, you know? Mm-hmm. And because mm-hmm. Dave was, you know, more of a Star Wars fan than she is. She's just a producer for movies. Right. And of course, and of course, the 2014, everything that George Lucas and the other people had done were decanonized. Mm-hmm. Except for the Clone Wars film and series, uh, TV series, and the uh, and the six movies he has done. Right. And then, and then they scrapped George Lucas's, you know, stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Honest. Yeah, because like I say, this, this is our fault that George Lucas, you know, was selling to Disney. It was George Lucas's fault for, of course, um, to name Kathleen Kennedy to be president and give his rights to Disney. And, it's, of course, this is Disney's fault for not making it feel like Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And, of course, bringing us Galaxy's Edge, which I haven't, still haven't gone yet, but I'm still interested in, to, to check it out. But instead of making Lucas World with all six films. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, no, those are all fair points, and um, yeah, and I, I totally understand why why Luke George Lucas is felt betrayed because uh, the Force Awakens, especially, is filled with nostalgia and filled with old, uh, just old images. Like it felt like a love letter to A New Hope, like. A, when I left the theater, that's what I, I felt like. Whoa, this is this is a new hope, but redone. Um, and 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 George Lucas, he doesn't like nostalgia. He 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 wants to create new stuff every time. Like the 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 prequel trilogy, there was no nostalgia. Hardly any. The only nostalgia was the presence of Obi Wan Kenobi and Yoda and, and, and Chewbacca. And Owen. right, yes. Yes, but all the vehicles, all, all the um, uh, the sets, how it looked, um, that there was very little nostalgia in in the in the prequels. So when the whole movie is is nostalgia, it definitely would be a thumbs down from George Lucas. A hundred percent. That I believe that to be true. Although uh, episode mm-hmm. three is my is my best. Is your favorite? Yep, of the prequels, you know? Yes. Yeah, because I'm going to defend that, you know? Even if Anakin's, you know, hated Christmas's performance, it's not that good. <laughs> no, no, I'm no, still no. going to yeah. defend the, I'm still going to defend Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Because of things I never saw before. Order 66, that Obi-Wan mentioned. Mm-hmm. Right. And how, the, and how Palpatine became the Emperor. And most importantly, how Anakin became Darth Vader. Yes, no, no, I didn't have. The only movie I had a problem with was uh, Attack of the Clones. I, it, it was good, but I, I don't know. I think I was my expectations were too high going into it, 
And then for for um, Revenge of the Sith, my expectations were really low, and it exceeded it by far. Like I thought, I thought it was really uh, probably the best yeah. prequel. Yeah, um, next time if we if we do bring back pros and cons, that's on the list. Oh yes, definitely. Attack of the Clones. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, epic wins, epic fails. Oh yes, yeah. We could we can definitely bring that back one day for sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, George Lucas, um, yeah, I I totally understand where he's coming from. He he was probably when he was watching Force Awakens, he he probably thought, oh. Good Lord, what have I done? Like, why did I sell this? This is not what I was thinking when I sold this. Uh, because apparently he gave them plot points and they just they just disregarded all of them and, and didn't do anything he suggested. So he was probably going in thinking, oh, I'm going to finally see my thoughts on screen. And, 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 and it wasn't there. And so, he, of course, he's going to feel disappointed. He probably liked the the, the, um, the Last Jedi a bit more because because that movie didn't have much nostalgia in it. Um, it was kind of new, a lot of uh, lot wait, of new wait. stuff in it. Wait, wait, wait! What did we say about George Lucas with the Last Jedi? I I think he probably liked the Last Jedi more than The Force Awakens. Ah. That, that's my opinion. There's no, there's no fact about that because he probably didn't even. He probably was so disappointed by the Force Awakens. He probably didn't watch the Last Jedi with them, with Kathleen Kennedy and Iger. He probably just uh, watched it on his own. Um, but my guess is he he liked it a bit more because it was different. It, it didn't feel like. It didn't feel it. it <sighs> I'm going to say it didn't feel like a Star Wars movie, sort of like it. Um, but The Force Awakens felt like a Star Wars movie to me because it felt like a new hope. Um, so I don't know. It, it's, kind of, it's kind of a tricky thing, but I, I understand how he's feeling for sure. Like it, there was a lot of criticism towards The Force Awakens because it didn't have any new concepts in it. Yeah. It- yeah, and like I say, I'm gonna get after I see Rise of Skywalker, I'm just going to you know, yeah, and and then the new year. Well, 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 well. If it's coming to the schedule of 2020, I'm gonna do a review on it. Mm-hmm. Well, well, first I'm gonna break down the details, and then and then you know full review, and then on the next Wednesday Wicked, gonna dice do a bonus episode right on the sequel trilogy. Is it a you know recital of the original trilogy? Yes, yeah. Oh, yes, we could definitely go on, on on Geek City as well. We can go over all of that, and um, in the new year, probably in twenty early twenty twenty, we can it can do that because I, I think we're going to need some time to dissect and analyze what we saw in Rise of Skywalker. Um, my expectations yeah. are pretty low for Rise of Skywalker. Um, I, I, I've, I've tried to stay away from the rumors. There's just so many rumors about it and I, I'm trying to stay away and just go in, just thinking, just trying to enjoy a Star Wars movie and not. Yeah. Th- and that's, and that's mm-hmm. what I always do. Mm-hmm. I, I just come in into movies for a good time. Yeah. And of course, being honest about it, it like I say, I'm, I'm just disappointed, you know, I'm, I'm not 
very angry about, just disappointed. With well, the direction? With, of course. Well, well, of course, I'm going to say, well, Disney, what are they thinking? George Lucas, mm-hmm. what is he thinking? And the fans, including me, mm-hmm. what are we thinking? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, what were we thinking? Do we? I know, the fans. You yeah. Know, I, I was one of those, you know? Right. The one with the, uh, you know, the Disney, his Star Wars. Mm-hmm. George Lucas sold his, you know, property Star Wars. Yeah. And then we, you know, criticize his prequels. Yeah. Yeah, when Disney bought Star Wars, I think the fans were excited because they didn't like what George Lucas was doing with it. And they thought Disney could maybe resurrect it. But now the fans are mad at Disney, like most of the fans. And they want George Lucas to bring it back. To bring it back, yeah. It's a weird thing. It's, It's a really weird thing with the fan base. But I think our suggestion is just go in no expectations. Just go in, enjoy the movie, and end it there. But, but for some reason, a lot of Star Wars fans they they got to take it to another level because they they are very passionate about the franchise, and it, and it's understandable. It, it's it's awesome. <laughs> we love it. So, but oh. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was just saying. Well, well. Well, if we already got through the uh, negativity mm-hmm. of this, let's go to something that might be a positive. Okay. It, all right. So we're now on to the rapid fire odds and ends segment of, of Geek City episode 40. What, what do you got? I think you got some Marvel news. Oh, yeah. I got one. Mm-hmm. Of course. Daredevil might make a comeback mm. as an FX show. Because we already know FX is owned by now owned by Disney. Right. Yeah, I did forget that. Yeah. They they own that property, so so yeah, then they could make it it wouldn't they could it wouldn't be R rated or M rated or whatever it is. TVMA. <laughs> TVMA, but it, it could be on FX. But on Disney Plus there's no chance they could do it way yeah hulu is a slight yeah right right this hulu i don't have hulu do do they do r-rated uh tvma stuff on hulu uh yeah they do okay i was going to say uh Mm -hmm. there's two things they do not own right fox news and well there's abc news and that's owned by disney Mm -hmm. and and Fox Sports. They don't own that because they already have ESPN. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It's it's definitely a, a rumor that's going around. And, and I wonder if they'll, they'll have a Marvel red band or like a Marvel MA uh, brand that would that, that they could put on FX or Hulu. Um, I, I think... I think that's a good idea. But will they do it? That's the question. Yeah. And, and will they reboot the show, the Daredevil show, like recast it, re, all, all new cast and crew, or will they just continue it from the Netflix? That, that's oh, a good... oh yeah, that is a good question. Yeah. Well, they didn't say, but, but, but they did say they might 
they they would bring back the cast from the Netflix. Mm-hmm. You know, including Vince DiNamato. Right. You know, who played Kingpin, which I thought he died in uh-huh. season one. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was a mistake. I saw him on season three, by the way. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought, and I apologize, everyone, if I thought he died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's really interesting. I, I um, I kind of hope they do that, but, um, there might be some legal ramifications because of the Netflix deal and stuff like that. I don't, I don't know. It's, it might be complicated, but let's hope that happens. It's always good to see uh, superhero content on TV and, um, yeah, FX would be a good spot for it. Um, also... Another uh, Marvel news I, I just ran into, uh, the Bob Iger memoir again. Um, he says that the, the film that he's most proud of, of all the films he, he's uh, had a hand in, is, is Black Panther. And, oh! Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and and that's, that's not surprising because um, uh, it was... It was it's a Marvel movie, but it, it was different. Like it mainly because it was a black superhero that, that is definitely part of it. That's the first time since blade, I guess, since that's happened. So, but the cast and the locations and yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah. You got the greats like mm-hmm. Chadwick Boseman, mm-hmm. Angela Bassett. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan. Right. Right. Yeah. And apparently Bob Iger was the one who was really, uh, pushing to get that on the big screen on in in on film, and uh, yeah, that was that was great of him to do that because um, yeah, it's definitely considered uh, one of the best uh, origin movies for sure. And um, yeah, that that's that's interesting that he that like you can go, there's a long list of movies that Bob Iger's been a part of like Frozen and all the the uh, animated movies like Frozen. Uh, for, like cars, for some reason the names escape me. Like Incredibles and stuff like that. But he's most proud of Black Panther, so that's that's really cool. Yeah, I was expecting Endgame to be his favorite, but mm-hmm. can't argue with his decision. Mm-hmm. Well, although, mm-hmm. although I do want to go to the obituary. Oh yes, yeah. as a rapid fire. Right. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, we we suffered a death. Uh, in the Star Trek community, uh, who, what, do you recall his name? He was 50 years well, old. Well, well, I forgot his name, but yeah. he was on uh, Deep Space Nine. Yeah, right. And I haven't gotten a chance to watch that, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I watched, I stopped watching after Voyager. You know, the right. third one after Next Generation, that, I did not enjoy that one. <laughs> But I am planning to make a comeback for Kirk. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Picard. Right, right. Yeah, his name was Aaron Eisenberg. And, yep, and, Aaron Eisenberg. Yeah, he died at age 50. And yeah, Deep Space Nine actor. Um, he played the the character Togo, I think it was. Yeah, it was Togo. Yeah, Togo, yeah. Yeah, popular show. I didn't. I I didn't watch it, but um, yeah, very popular show back 
back uh, a couple decades ago now, I think. Like it, Deep Space Nine, its original yeah, run. It was, I think it must be a spinoff to the, uh, to the next generation. Yes. Because it, it got Michael Dorn in there. Right. War. No relation to Christopher Dorner. Right. Yes. Um, yeah. I feel like it was in the 90s, Deep Space Nine. It, oh, sorry, here it is. Originally aired from January 3rd, 1993 to June 2nd, 1999. 176 episodes over seven seasons. So th- that's a pretty good run. That's compared to what uh, TV shows do today. Um, <laughs> most, yeah. most new TV shows, they... they they lost a year, like one season, and they're canceled. Um, but well, that yeah, and it had the one with Sam Witwer from Star Wars, right? Who played Darth Maul, and who's most famously known for Star Killer oh, from yeah. the Legends. Right, right, exactly. He yeah. was in that. He was in that show in Deep Space Star Nine. Trek. Deep Space Nine. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. The one that was short-lived. Oh. One of, one of the Star Trek shows that was short-lived. Oh, right. Yes, there's, there's been a few of those. Um, but, uh, yeah, that, that's sad news. Uh, Aaron Eisberg died um, a couple days ago. Um, other news, other rapid-fire news um, I wanted to mention was uh, the Canaries, uh, the Arrowverse. It's something we don't really talk a lot about on, on Geek City because I haven't watched it in years. But I, I did see some breaking news yesterday that uh, the Arrowverse is ending. Well, the Arrow is ending. Only a nine-episode season or ten-episode season. And then they want to continue it with the Canaries. And uh, female superheroes... Women superheroes, three of them, and um, one of them is Laurel from from the Arrowverse, and I'm not familiar with the other two. Um, but uh, are you excited about this? You're, you're gonna watch this? Uh, do you, do you... Well, well, if it's on a Tuesday, Thursday, or Friday, mm-hmm. I can. Oh, okay, you're working because well, I'm not saying can't be excited for that, but can't watch it because I got work. Mm-hmm. On those, right? But although, Mm -hmm. although it is anticipated because it is after the events of Arrow and an infinite, infinite infinite Earth. Oh yeah, there's another rapid fire thing we could talk about the the crisis on infinite Earths. They're bringing back um, the original one of the original. Oh, actually, two original Supermans, uh, Brandon Routh, and yeah, who was also who's also like, isn't he also in Legends of Tomorrow or wasn't? I think he? I think he was. Yeah, I I think uh, we need to do our research, but uh, yeah, I think he was in that, and um, and they're bringing back the Smallville actor. Uh, what's his name? Oh man. Um, the the actor who played Clark Kent Superman in, in Smallville, 
he he is coming back for Crisis Infinite Earth. I find that really interesting that they're bringing back all these old Superman. All I need is what? Dean Kane. <laughs> Dean Kane is not in it, but um, <laughs> he played Superman as well. Yeah, and and he's one of the uh, Superman that didn't have a curse. Mm-hmm. Dean Kane, right? Tom Welling, there it is. Tom Welling is returning to Superman on, on Crisis Infinite Earths. Um, uh, Smallville. I, it's a show I missed out on. I should have watched. It ran from, for 10 years, 2001 to 2011. But uh, I didn't watch it. Um, but uh, yeah, they're bringing those characters back. That's really interesting. I, I might have to take a look, quick look at that because... Uh, they're, they're bringing back. They're, they're gonna have a Batman. They're gonna have Superman, uh, Flash, Arrow. I don't. I haven't heard anything about Wonder Woman. Um, I don't think they're touching Wonder Woman. But that that's interesting. I, I think I think it might be good TV. I don't know. Uh, what do now, you th- What do you think? Although there are going to be characters that are not going to come back. Alive after right. that event, but the most specu- but the most anticipated death is going to be Oliver Queen, right? Because this is the last season of Arrow. Yes, right. Yeah, he he is done with Arrow, and um, will will he be killed off, or will he hand over the bow to someone else? That that will be the question. Um. And uh, Stephen Amell, who plays the Arrow, he he's moving on to a, a pro wrestling show called Heels. Uh, wait, wait, hopefully, it, wait, is that a wrestling promotion or is this a wrestling TV show? No, it, it's going to be on the Stars Network. It's a TV series, and he's the star, and he has a brother. And he, he's a big um, he, he's a big star in pro wrestling, and it, it and it shows his life, how he handles being a big star. So yeah, yeah it's, it's although a, it's he's a, gonna need help from former Stardust, the former Stardust Cody Rhodes, the owner of AEW, who now goes by Cody oh, okay. because that name is copyrighted of WWE. Mm, okay. Yeah, no, I think it's an interesting concept for a TV show that that's never been done is to uh, have a the star of the show be a pro wrestler and then follow his life um, uh, behind the scenes. There's a lot of stuff that goes on. If you ever watch pro wrestling and, and follow what ha- happens behind the scenes, it's wild stuff that they go through. Um, I think this could be a really interesting show, <laughs> interesting drama series. Um, it's only eight episodes, and it's about the men and women who chase their dreams in the world of a small town pro wrestling, set in a close knit Georgia community. Heels follows a family owned wrestling promotion as two brothers and rivals war over their late father's legacy. So. Yeah, I think I I like this concept. It's it's fresh and new, and 
Um, something that, that's interesting to me because I was a big fan of pro wrestling back in the 80s and 90s. So, um, and back at, back in those times, there were a lot of small promotions, wrestling promotions around. Now there's, they're still around, but not as much. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I hope, I hope it does well. And, uh, but I don't know when it's coming out probably next year. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I, th- I think. Do you have anything else? Oh, yeah. You wanted to talk about um, the, the Wednesday Awakens this uh, coming of, up? Of course. Yeah. I do have a. Where, where I'm going. I did, did already mention that on the, uh, you know, on the intro that I'm going to be doing Geek City with you. And so we could discuss about the uh, George Lucas. Mm hmm. Felt betrayed by Disney. Right. But the rest I can talk about, and of course the read-through of, of Marvel's comics, Jedi Fallen Order miniseries, Dark Temple, mm-hmm. which follows mm-hmm. Seer, mm-hmm. you know, from the upcoming video game. Right. Her time at the Jedi, at the Jedi Order. Mm-hmm. And then, of course... I'm not going to be publishing that today. Right. What? Because in two days, it's Triple Force Friday. So be tuned and stay tuned for me, for The Mandalorian and Rise of Skywalker, and my clone for Jedi Fallen Order. Right. And for the listeners who don't know, what, what exactly is Triple Force Friday? Well, it's where they show the toy lineup. Like the Legos. Right. In a, in a, in a bigger... And the action figure, well, not action figure, but the uh, model figure mm-hmm. of of the three that I just mentioned. Right. For the movies, Rise of Skywalker, and uh, and for TV, toy lineup, The Mandalorian, mm-hmm. which is going to come to Disney Plus, and for the video game, my clone will be talking about is Jedi Fallen Order, which is going to include the cast of Rise of Skywalker. For that lineup, and then Gina Carano and the Mandalorian himself, Pedro Pascal. Mm-hmm. And for the uh, video game, Cameron Monaghan. Right, yes. For you guys who know him as Joker, but some of you know him from Shameless. Right. And this is the second, this is the, like the reversal. Mark Hamill was a Jedi, and then he went to become the Joker. <laughs> And Monaghan went from the Joker, and now he's a Jedi. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I, I didn't know about um, that event. And often the, the the toy reveals kind of drop hints for the movie, like by what they're wearing and, and what their weapons they have. It kind of uh, little hints towards the movie. Uh, our, our, our show and the Mandalorian show might some hints for that as well. If you check out. And, mm-hmm. Oh, and also I do want to announce that, that day. Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no, go ahead. But although Jedi Fallen Order is going to have a new trailer. Right. During, during the uh, third, during the Jedi Fallen Order lineup. Okay. You know, the toys with Cameron Monaghan. Yes. Yeah, we'll definitely look forward to that on Friday. Yeah, and, and it's going to be live stream at, at, of course, 
1 p.m. Central Time. Okay. Okay. And 11 a.m. Pacific. Right. Right. Yep. So that's uh, 2 o'clock Eastern. Yeah, I'll see if I can uh, check that out on on Friday. And And it's going to be a double episode. Oh, okay. So you after I get this one done, Mm -hmm. I'm going to record Friday's episode. Okay, perfect. And also, my clone will be you know will be here for Jedi Fallen Order. Mm -hmm. Not the comic, but the video game. Yes. Also, in in video game news. if you're if you have an Apple device, an iOS device, uh, Mario Kart is now available to download for free. If you if you have a, a, a an Apple device like an iPad or iPhone, you, you can download it for free. That's pretty cool. It's only on Apple. Um, so yeah, I I've downloaded. I haven't played it yet. I have it on the Switch, so it's not really a big thrill. But for a lot of people. Who have never played Mario Kart? This is huge for them, and I'm sure they're enjoying that game. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, I think that's it for episode 40. Um, I'm KMC, and I'm Mega Richard 46, and I gotta go do the Wednesday weekends today. All right, and then Friday, later on, on Friday. The Triple Force Friday recap. Nice. We're definitely looking forward to that. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening.